Hello and a warm welcome to episode 7 in series 3 of the Relaxing Piano Playlist with your host James Quinn here at the piano. Thank you very much for joining me. In this episode, you're going to hear a short number of pieces, ranging from a wide variety of composers, covering the Baroque, the Romantic and the 20th century periods. This episode is centred on a type of musical form known as the piano prelude, and has been used by many different composers throughout all musical periods, even up to the present day. In fact, the prelude itself has been used by many composers in all different contexts, including for orchestral music, and also in opera, and also in organ music as well. The first piece that you're going to hear comes from the Baroque composer Johann Sebastian Bach. And the first piece that you're going to hear will be his Prelude Number no. 11 in F minor, which comes from the very first book of his World Tempered Clavier, which was published as BWV Number no. 857. What's interesting to note here is that Bach organizes his preludes as well as his fugues in a certain order. In fact, in both books of the World Tempered Clavier, he organizes all of the, the pieces in a chromatic order. So he begins with number one in C major, and then number two as the fugue, also in C major, and then in number three and number four goes to C minor, and repeats in this continuous order until he finishes with number 24 in B minor in both books. The next set of pieces comes from the Romantic composer Frédéric Chopin. And you're going to hear three preludes from his 24 preludes that he composed and published as Opus number 28. In order, you'll hear number 7, written in A major, number 6 in B minor, and finally number 4 in E minor. In comparison to J.S. Bach, Chopin organizes his preludes in a very different order. He actually writes them in a cycle of fifths, from both the major keys but also in the minor keys. To give you an example, he starts off with the first prelude in a key of C major and then goes to number two to its relative to A minor. He continues this in fashion as he progresses through all of the major and minor keys as they cycle through all of the major keys in both number of sharps and flats as well as all of the minor keys in the same manner until he finishes with the last two with numbers 23 in F major and number 24 in D minor which completes the cycle of all 24 preludes in a very dramatic conclusion. The next piece comes from the composer Alexander Scriabin and you're going to hear his prelude in E minor which he published in a set of 24 preludes which were also encompassed all of the major and minor keys from opus number 11. But this particular prelude was composed in the year of 1888. What's quite interesting here is that before writing this as a prelude in E minor he had a completely different plan to compose a ballad in B flat minor. Maybe it was the fact that he was heavily influenced from the piano music of Frédéric Chopin that somewhat convinced him 
to write the 24 Preludes himself as Opus 11 to continue this route, and many other composers would follow, including the likes of Shostakovich and Kabaleski, to name a few. The next piece that you're going to hear comes from the returning Russian composer Sergei Bakmaninov, and in this case, you're going to hear his prelude number six in E flat major, which he composed in his first set of piano preludes, which he published as Opus number 23. He did go on to compose a second set of preludes, which he published as Opus number 32. He also explores all of the major and minor keys in all of his piano preludes. And finally, we hear another piano prelude, this time from the 20th century impressionistic French composer Claude Debussy. This is perhaps probably one of his most famous piano preludes, and probably one of his most cherished works for the instrument as well. I am talking, of course, of prelude number 10 from the first book of the 12 preludes, otherwise known by its French title as La Cathedrale Engloutie, translated as The Sunken Cathedral. Debussy organises his preludes in a very different way more than any other composer for the instrument. Not only is the soundscape completely different, but it also gives them titles, and ordinarily in the score, you would normally see them at the beginning, but in fact, Debussy places these at the end of each individual prelude. Either it's to allow the pianist to respond intuitively and individually to the music, before finding out what Debussy intended the music to sound like, or maybe it's to apply more ambiguity to the music's illusion. What's interesting to note with this particular piece is actually based on an ancient Breton myth in which a cathedral submerged underwater off the coast of the island of Ys rises up from the sea on clear mornings when the water is transparent and the sounds of priests chanting, bells chiming and organ playing certainly use the technique of musical symbolism of which Debussy does this very effectively. So to recap, here is the order just once more. Prelude number 11 in F minor from the first book of the world of the Clavier by J.S. Bach. Preludes number 7 in A major. Number 6 in B minor. And number 4 in E minor from Opus 28 by Chopin. Prelude in E minor. Number 4 from Opus 11 by Scriabin. Prelude number 6 in E flat major from Opus 23 by Rachmaninoff. And finally, Prelude number 10, La Cathedrale Engloutie, The Sunken Cathedral by Claude Debussy. So sit back, relax, and I hope that you all enjoy the music. Thank you.
That brings us to the end of this current episode of the Relaxing Piano Playlist. I hope you enjoyed all the music. Do join me for the next episode for some more soothing piano music. So until then, all the very best and take care of yourselves. Goodbye for now.